InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Economic development programs, stimulus packages, government incentives, they all promise to create jobs and boost business activity. But is there a better way? We're going to ask our next guest about that. He's Michael Schumann, an economist and attorney and author of The Local Economy Solution, How Innovative Self-Financing Pollinator Enterprises Can Grow Jobs and Prosperity. Well, Michael, welcome to the show. Nice to be with you. So we often hear about the need for incentives to attract and retain large corporations. Do these programs work? Do they deliver what they promise? They do not deliver what they promise. They work in one sense, which is that if you put money on the table, if you rain money down on a town from a helicopter, you can prove that jobs will be created from it. But what they never can prove is... Is it the best way of creating jobs? And many, many of these incentive programs are paying, you know, upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars per job. And we can find microenterprise creators around the country, indeed around the world, who create jobs working with small businesses for about $500 a job. So the opportunity cost of wasting public resources and public money on these big outside attractions is lost jobs that would have been created working with local businesses in your own backyard. In the introduction to your book, you tell a story about a guy named Lou Stein that you met after giving a speech. Yeah, so Lou Stein works in Appalachian, West Virginia. After I spoke in West Virginia, he was the only person in the crowd sort of dressed in a suit, and he came up to me afterwards and he said, you know, I'm creating jobs for $500 a piece. And I said, well, how are you doing it? And he said, well, there's two things that I do. One is that I try to do meetings where entrepreneurs in an area come together and I get to know them, and then I just work with them on developing their business plans and their first sources of finance. And then the second thing that I do is I go to existing businesses, I knock on their door, and I say, how can I help? And the remarkable thing is that no one from the existing economic development agencies had ever done that before. And just doing those very modest activities, this guy creates about 150 jobs a year. And to me, it suggests what is possible if we think of economic development as an entrepreneurship nurturing path rather than one that's attracting big dinosaurs. We're talking on InfoTrack with Michael Schumann, author of The Local Economy Solution. Michael, you talk about some myths that are out there as far as this whole process goes. Could you share a few of those? Yeah, so one myth is that ownership doesn't matter, that all we care about is, you know, a business that creates jobs. And in fact, there is a huge literature that shows that local ownership of businesses is enormously more useful for economic development than non-local business. Generally speaking, every dollar that we spend on a locally owned business generates two to four times the jobs, the income and the wealth effects, and the tax base effects as a non-locally owned business. We also have studies, this one from the Harvard Business Review, that shows that those regions with the highest density of local and small business have the highest per capita 
job growth rate. And another study that was done by the Federal Reserve about two years ago shows that those counties with the highest density of locally owned businesses have the highest per capita income growth rate. So in other words, if you want to get rid of poverty, having a lot of local businesses is the best way of doing so. One of the uh, concepts you talk about in your book is the pollinator. Can you explain that? The idea of a pollinator is that there are a small but growing number of businesses out there that are not just producing goods and services for consumers, but in fact see their mission, their market, as the creation or the support of other local businesses. And so an example would be an incubator. So we have 1,100 incubators in North America. The vast majority of these incubators quite, quite stupidly focus on non-local businesses, and they're supported by outside government money and foundation money. And what it means when they attract an outside business is that business gets nurtured for three, four years, it graduates, and then once it's done, it goes somewhere else. So the community that put that money in has no benefit of those businesses being incubated locally. Some of the smarter incubators, though, do focus on locally owned businesses, but they still, I think, quite unfortunately, depend on outside money, outside foundation or government money. And what that means is that in bad times, the funds are going to be cut exactly at the moment when you most want that incubator to be working. So the smartest incubators are working with companies in a very short period of time. And then at the end of the incubation, they take an equity stake in the company. And that equity stake enables them to basically cash flow the incubation. In other words, the incubator itself is a business. And what I show is that in all of the functions that we want to see in economic development, and that would include entrepreneurship training, buy local programs, local finance program, partnerships among local businesses where they become more competitive as a team than they would be operating by themselves. In all of these areas, we can now see competitive enterprises that are self-financing. And if these things are spread in our economies, we don't need economic development departments as usual anymore. You tell a lot of stories in your book, and one of them focusing on the entrepreneurship is Zingerman's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Can you yeah, tell sure. that one? No, Zingerman's is a delicatessen set up in Ann Arbor, Michigan around 1980. And in the first 10 years, they were very successful. And they had this question about whether or not they would become a chain like Schlotsky's. They decided that rather than growing wide, they would grow deep. And they looked systematically at things coming into and out of the deli and saw business opportunities. So, for example, the deli produced sandwiches, and that required bread. So they created a bakery. They served coffee. They created a coffee roasting company. They serve ice cream and cheese, so they created a creamery. And then they looked at things coming out of the deli, and they saw opportunities for creating value-added production. So, for example, 
We have good food. We create a sit-down restaurant called the Roadhouse. We have good cakes. We could do a mail-order cake service. We have great customer service. We could create a entrepreneurship training module for customer service called Zing Train. So in all, Zingerman's is now 10 independently owned businesses. They all kind of co-license a brand. And they are responsible for about $50 million of sales a year and something like 650 jobs in Ann Arbor. And it was all built on a deli that systematically plugged, you know, leaks in terms of its sourcing and did value added of its outgrowth. And to me, you know, that's what we want every economic development agency to be doing. Michael, for those listening who think some of the things you've talked about may be the better way to go as far as building our economy and creating jobs, what can the average person do to kind of encourage this type of thing? First of all, the average person needs to express to their local government complete disgust for the millions of dollars that are being wasted on attracting outside companies. And they need to basically insist, politically insist, that that money, those resources, the time that economic developers spend is systematically focused on the nurturing of local businesses and where possible the creation of these pollinators that put most of the economic development department out of business. Beyond that, people should be buying local in support of those local businesses. They should be investing where they can in local businesses. And if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, you should think about how can you work with other local entrepreneurs in your community so that you're more competitive as a team. The book is The Local Economy Solution, and the author, Michael H. Schumann, and you can check out his website, michaelhschumann.com. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.